Hello, this is Bill Lytell, Pastor of Gospel Baptist Church, and this is some wisdom for your walk. People have come up to me uh, recently, in the, oh, maybe in the last few months, and asked me, Preacher, is, is there such a thing as a religious exemption from the vaccine? Well, I have a few things to say about this after what I've been able to read, uh, sift through misinformation, information, and try to just help you get some uh, reasonable biblical stance on this. First of all, when it comes to putting something in your body, you are the sole uh, decider on that. In other words, you're going to be responsible to God what you did in your body, whether it be good or bad, the Bible says. So I realize Romans 13 says to obey the authority. They don't bear their sword in vain. And I believe in that. I believe we're to be good citizens obedient to the laws of the land. The only exception for that is if those laws push us in a position where we must disobey God or sin against God. If we believe that we're sinning against God by obeying those laws, then of course we obey God and we take our whipping like Peter did and Silas did and the people in the earlier church did when they said, don't speak anymore in the name of Jesus. Well, of course, they had to speak in the name of Jesus and they said to obey God or man, you decide, Acts 5, I believe. And so they ended up, uh, you know, getting whipped pretty badly. God let it happen. So with the decision to disobey the authority over you, you also got to understand that God's not probably going to miraculously deliver you from their anger and their wrath, and you're just going to have to take your whipping. But better take a whipping for God than disobey God and take a whipping from God. So uh, let me give you some reasons. Um, why not to, uh, if you have a religious exemption, if you're going to have a religious idea, and, and I do, I have I have a strong feeling about this vaccine. It's not like any other vaccine I've ever taken, and I have taken numbers of vaccine. I've taken a polio. I've taken tuberculosis, smallpox, and some others. Those are a different philosophy. They inject in you either a dead virus or a weakened virus, and then your body naturally determines an immunity to those so that when the real deal comes by, you're able to resist it. I had COVID already, so that's exactly what God did for me. He, he, gave, me the, he gave me the virus, and then I struggled through that thing for about three weeks, and the whole time my body's building up an immunity to it. Now, from everything I understand, I just listened to a immunologist from Harvard yesterday for about 10 minutes, go on to say that he felt the natural immunity was even better than a shot because it was more versatile. It would also prepare us for different variants that are coming down the road, and there are some more variants coming down the road. Normal for, by the way, normal for a virus. This is not going anywhere, and you're going to see this, uh, according to my general practitioner, she said uh, it would be around for the rest of our lives, and so it's going to be just another one of those things like the flu. And so we're going to have to get used to it. But employers and other people are getting real mean about it and saying you're going to lose your job if you don't take this vaccine. So what do you do about that? You don't have a good conscience about it. You're, you have doubts about whether it's uh, a good way to do it because it's a brand new methodology where they actually edit with an RNA. They edit your DNA and actually change your immune system in some degree or cause it to react and so they don't know the long-term effects of this. This was not animal tested for like eight, nine, ten years, like everything else has been. 
And we're basically the guinea pigs for this. And if there's a real bad turn of events down the road for people who got vaccinated, oh, well, it'll be too late. And, you know, they'll surely apologize and all of that but won't do you much good. So here's where we go. The body says, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, 17, know you not that you're, that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile, that means to damage the temple of God, your body, him shall God destroy for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Real clear. First Corinthians chapter six, verse 15. Know ye not that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of an harlot? God forbid. That was having sexual intercourse with a, a person outside of marriage. That's forbidden, of course. So even sexual relations outside of marriage damages our body, and it is forbidden by God. And that's why we uh, keep one mate for life by the grace of God, if all possible. The COVID vaccine, I believe, is possibly damaging to my body. Uh, it has not been tested long enough on enough people over a long enough period of time to find out if there's long-term side effects. We know that out of the many people, and there have been many people take the virus, there's been about 11,000-plus people die of some sort of reaction to it. And, and that's big, you know, even though it's a very small percentage, it's still big with a lot of folks. And, uh, you know, so that's something you want to consider. But I had uh, people come to me and say, Preacher, what about the Bible? Well, here's what I use in the Bible. Romans chapter 14, verse 23. He that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For what service not of faith is sin. That's your key right there. There was uh, meat offered to idols back in Romans 14, back in the day that he wrote this, and there was meat not offered to idols. And the Christians that got born again, some of them believed that eating meat offered to idols was horrible. Some of them didn't think a thing about it. They said it's better meat, cheaper meat. We buy it at the heathen temple. But that meat was, was given to the gods of those false gods of the temple and then sold by that temple. And so on the marketplace, so it was meat, sacrificed to idols, and meat not sacrificed to idols. That was the issue, vaccine or no vaccine. And so they had a war then back about that. And Paul settles it with the blessed Holy Spirit and the word of God. And he, uh, he said, he, the people that eat in faith, it's not sin to them. The people that do not eat in faith, it is sin to them. That's the plain truth of it. Uh, did the actual meat hurt you one way or another? Paul, evidently, Paul did not think so. Uh, but it was sin to you if you ate that meat sacrificed to idols and thinking it was wrong to do it. It was somehow hurting you to do it. It was sin to you. So personally, I do not have peace about taking this vaccine at this time because the lack of uh, science, the lack of testing, lack of long-term uh, indicators on how it's going to affect me. So I want to protect my body. That's why, by the way, I quit smoking because it hurt my body. That's why I quit drinking alcohol early on in my life because I felt like it would hurt my body, liver, and other places. And just not just my testimony, but hurt my body. So I quit those things. And I quit illicit drugs. And I, as a kid, smoked marijuana, did LSD, and I quit all that stuff. And that was for testimony, of course, but it also was because that was hurting my body. And as a born-again Christian, when I got right with God at 18 years old, I said, you know, i got to quit this stuff because God said uh, you destroy the temple of the Holy Spirit, him will God destroy it. In other words, he's going to just let it take you out. 
Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 says, For if we sin willfully after we've received the knowledge of the truth, there remain no more sacrifice for sin. So what's that basically mean is if I go ahead and partake of the vaccine and, and I do not have faith but doubt, I believe it's possibly going to damage my temple, and yet I take it anyway because of pressure, outside pressure, whatever, I'm sinning against God, and God very well may judge me because of that lack of willingness to obey him in faith. Uh, so I, do, I, I take this position and if taking this vaccine if you have doubt whether it's good or bad for your temple, well, man, when in doubt, don't. You know, that's an old principle. When in doubt, don't. If you doubt whether this thing's going to hurt you, then don't take it. If you've got good faith that it's not going to hurt you and you think science is good on it and testing's adequate, you can go ahead and take the vaccine without sin. So it's, it's, I know this may sound crazy to you, but if you do it in faith, either way, either way, you're not sinning if you do it in faith. But if you do it in doubt, no matter what the science says, if you do it in doubt, you're sinning against God because you kind of believe that it is sin and yet you went ahead and did it anyway. So don't do that. Don't do that. If you have uh, faith to believe it's okay, you want to take it, go for it. Um, if, you, if you doubt, it's going to possibly could hurt you by taking it. I recommend biblically do not partake of the vaccine. This also is good, solid, provable, uh, what am I going to say, viable information biblically on uh, religious exemption. I believe anybody out there in any job can get a religious exemption from this COVID uh, vaccine on these reasons, that taking it would cause me to sin. Romans chapter 14, verse 23, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26, 27, and etc., uh, and go down there and also then first verses I mentioned, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, 17, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15. And that will pretty much be the case that you'd put on your form, have your preacher sign it, and you'll get a religious exemption, do not have to take it. Now I'm not saying they're not going to make your life miserable. I'm not going I'm not telling you they're going to make you wear a mask and get tested twice a week and all this other stuff I'm hearing. But at least they're not you're not violating your conscience. And you're, you're, you're pure before God. And it may turn out that maybe this is the best way to go. I don't know. We'll see as time goes on. May the Lord bless you. This is just some wisdom for your walk. God bless.